when we pay attention to the light that we want to lean into and how to create it, we realize that it's all a bit of a delicate dance. And what we're doing right now is just serving us in, you know, in our path to get to where we want to be. I think that takes a lot of pressure off of us to think that what we're doing right now is supposed to determine our identity. No, we can be doing something and building on the side. We can be doing any combination of things. We can try something out and if it fails, that's okay. And this is something that I've talked about a friend too, which is like focusing lots on what we are and more on what we're just doing and trying, you know? Hey everyone, this is Ashley Menzies Babatunde and welcome to another episode of No Straight Path, the highs, the lows, and the lessons learned. No Straight Path is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. We are digging into the human stories behind success and my hope as always is that you leave the conversation inspired, motivated, and excited about your journey. I hope you're all well and enjoying the holiday season. I know I am. And if you're interested in joining my upcoming newsletter, you can find the Google form in the show notes. I also wanted to let you know that Kristen Turner and I will be hosting a talk on how to trust yourself with your own life in January. Yes, you guys love that episode. I got a lot of positive feedback. Unsurprisingly, Kristen is so wise. I love going to her and chatting with her about life, career, everything. And so we're going to do a workshop and talk about some of the themes that came up in her episode and also answer any questions you guys might have. So feel free to reach out to me. More details coming soon. I'll keep you posted. And today we are back with part two with Raha Francis, strategic advisor, dancer, writer, and just lovely human. If you haven't listened to part one, go take a listen. Raha walks us through multiple pivots from law to management consulting, to business, and more importantly, she talks about moving toward a love-based mindset and away from a fear-based mindset and how to pay attention to yourself and lean into your light. Raha drops some more gems on this episode, so let's get to it. So at that point, I decided I'm going to go back to Canada again. Like It would let me explore things. Did I know exactly what I wanted that to look like and what that impact wanted to look like. No, I had, did I have instincts? Yes. Like I had always wanted to give back to Canada. I'd always wanted to have some kind of impact that had to do very, like it was quite related to what I'd loved so much about my experience growing up in Canada. Now the country has all like all the kinds of issues, but I had a very particular experience growing up as I, like a young immigrant Canadian in Canada. And as I thought about the kind of impact I wanted to have, I, I felt that I wanted it to be like on this, on this land, on the land that I kind of spent my formative years. And there was also just a part of me that wanted to experiment and wanted the freedom to do that. And at the time it meant taking a pay cut because like the currency is different. And I had to find workarounds with like law school loans, which like I'm very thankful for having gone to law school. Like, you know, Harvard had some ways of, of really helping me with that, which I'm super grateful for. But it required just stepping out of that treadmill. That and I, logical Raha thought she was stepping out of that treadmill by being like, "Okay, what's the next logical thing?" But something that's very interesting is that like you can keep being logical about what makes sense and move away from what doesn't make sense to the next logical thing that maybe feels a little bit better. But it really takes another kind of step to pay attention to you inside, and that's when you start moving away from things and start moving towards what's actually lighting you up. You don't need to know the answer. Like I didn't know the answer. And I'm, I ended up moving into 
worked in retail strategy for a while, which which was fascinating, and then worked in a tiny tech startup. And that was great too. And I ended up building alongside really cool people and understanding how people with so many different approaches, strengths can bring value to the table. Raha went on to tell me about her current role. She is a strategic advisor at the Business Development Bank of Canada, a crown corporation with a constitutional mandate to focus solely on Canadian entrepreneurs. It is a confluence of all of the things she enjoyed as she was navigating her logical path. She loves learning about new industries, ideation, strategy, teamwork, advising entrepreneurs. She's getting closer to where she wants to be. She then discussed how her work is not only aligned with her logical path, it's aligned with her internal path and creating in the direction of her light. And I think one of the biggest things for me and the path I'm on right now is my work also gives me the space to carve out my own time to continue on my journey of thinking, okay, Raha, like that little girl in the backpack that's been around paying attention, like along for the journey and paying attention to herself along the way. How can that Raha carve out time to start creating in the direction of my life? I've been paying attention and, and I couldn't help but create in the direction of my life when I was a kid, being with my parents, dancing, you know, coming alive. And it's funny because none of that stuff might make logical sense. And it seems so far removed from like the law and the business, but it's, it's really, I think, very deep and meaningful and powerful stuff that can really lead to some fun stuff if you build in that direction. And so what that's looked like for me has been like writing. So for the past year and a half, I've been carving out at least, you know, time every week, if, if not like every single week to to write about ideas that I care about. And it's funny, Ashley, when you mentioned being, you know, working on your newspaper because and wanting to talk about things that you cared about and, and wanting to deep dive into them. Like, because all of those things are what makes me come alive now. And I'd imagine you're someone who cares about connection, cares about diving into ideas, and also cares about breaking them down in a way that other people can understand in order to sometimes get to complex, walk through complex thoughts. And that's stuff that all matters to me. And it's something that I do with a newsletter that I've been writing on Substack. And I also teach exactly. dance. And, it, you know, and, and it's funny, Ashley, because like what you said, yeah, like you taught dance. It's just something I couldn't help but doing during COVID. I was like, well, I feel like this might make people feel good because it makes me feel good. And yeah, it did. Yeah. No, it's also so much to unpack there. But the really the running theme, which I like, and I like that you have been honest about it. It's like we have this, and I love this analogy. I'm gonna, I need to, I wish I was an artist. I would love to put this mm. on the podcast, like little Raha in your backpack. Oh. <laughs> like going. I literally but, just, it just popped in my mind and it looks freaky now that I think about it, but it's pretty apt. It's abstract, interesting type of art that we could <laughs> create. But that you've had these parallel journeys logical and then really you Raha what does Raha want and then but also balancing it out over time understanding that you did have these law school loans and yeah grateful for for lip is something that Harvard provides to get certain jobs but simultaneously how do I have a job where I'm using my skill set my hard skills to create time and space to do the more creative things because creative doesn't always lead to a paycheck immediately yeah but it's like once you start doing that work that I think what you used is work that makes you come alive. It's really hard to go back. And so you mm. have to continue to figure out ways to make sure that that continues to be part of your life. And it's so true. It's so true. And I like, I have two thoughts there. 
the first thought is that we can think that something in our head, you know, we can, we can and I remember talking to a friend about this actually on, on another podcast that, that I had been part of, but you know, you can think that something seems like the right logical way for you to create impact and it all makes sense, but it might not feel right because in that moment, what you're doing might not make you come alive, right? And so there's that. And it's important to be mindful of that because we can make a lot of decisions without paying attention to our heart and then think this logically should make sense, but what's missing, right? That's one thing. And it's a little backpack analogy is a funny one for that reason. The second thing that you're talking about is really important. And it's like the practicality of making a plan to get to where we want to be. I, I remember reading this. I think it was a professor that, I think it was a professor, honestly, that had talked about what success can look like to people. And in his post, you know, he asked people to do this kind of brainstorming exercise or this thought, sorry, a thought exercise where they just, you know, they thought about what their dream job could look like, what that would mean in the day-to-day. And then the last part of the exercise asked everyone to pretend that it was their child going through that instead of them having to go through that decision. And when it's your child going through that decision, what different things do you start to prioritize? And the interesting thing there is that often we can even resent our own parents for telling us to do things out of fear and like in the direction of stability. But the truth is that sometimes even doing that exercise of thinking, okay, if if I were my child and I was trying to advise my child, what would I say? It can sometimes be helpful because it helps us think about how do we get there? Instead of I hate where I am right now and I want the opposite of it. Like I want to drop all this and be on an island doing this amazing things. But then how do we make that a reality in a way that feels sustainable? And it's a very interesting question and a very delicate dance to your point. How do we create in a way that feels sustainable? And of course, like, my goal is in the right world, building up different streams of things or building up something where I can eventually just do that. I do think those are important questions to ask and think about. And it makes it a very delicate dance of how we get there. And I think what's interesting about that, though, is that obviously like that, that's you know, our dreams and reality coming together. But I think what's really lovely about that is that the mindset shifts us away from this idea that what we're doing right now is who we are. And the reason I say that is because often, especially when we, when we're younger, it's, I think, you know, a lot of us in our twenties, we're told like your job is who you are. How cool your job is, is how cool you are, or not even cool, but you know what I mean? Like a lot of us didn't know where else to look to determine what our identity was than our job. Mm -hmm. And I think what's lovely about this little backpack analogy and what you were talking about is like these steps and how to get to where we want to be is, when we pay attention to the light that we want to lean into and how to create it, we realize that it's all a bit of a delicate dance. And what we're doing right now is just serving us in, you know, in our path to get to where we want to be. I think that takes a lot of pressure off of us to think that what we're doing right now is supposed to determine our identity. No, we can be doing something and building on the side. We can be doing any combination of things. We can try something out. And if it fails, that's okay. And this is something that I've talked about a friend too, which is like focusing lots on what we are and more on what we're just doing and trying, you know? I really love that. And I have two questions uh, out of that. So the first thing is you talk about this delicate dance and I 
pun intended, think that you do it very well in your career and also do it well in actual life as far as dancing, because you're an amazing dancer. Um, And so for me, it's every time I have these conversations, uh, my idea of success is certainly evolving. And so I would love to know, first off, what is your definition of success? How would you define it? Mm, Yeah, it's a good one. And I think it's one that different people will have different visions of success. Different people value different things. And I think, you know, our visions of success come out of what we value. And that's why it's like, it's very hard for me to be like, this is the way I'm going, you know, like, I just want to be an evangelist. I want to be an evangelist for people to pay attention to themselves so they can know what they value. Because for me, success comes out of living in line with my values and doing things that make me come alive. Now, what that means when we, when we, I think tie in everything we've talked about, about the practicalities of like getting to something that feels sustainable or getting somewhere from where we are right now. For me, success also incorporates that kind of realistic understanding of life. And so I think for me, success means acting sustainably in a way that is aligned with our values, basically. And so there are some people that might actually say, hey, for me, I think success in my life means like doing something that is going to help the biggest number of people, maybe like inventing a cure for disease, right? That might be very different from how you and I have articulated some of our values regarding connection, right? In that, like, for me, a strong value I have is through being able to see individual other people and like see them for who they are and be seen by others and connect with others and build together. There can be some people that are like solo, you know, kind of like geniuses who like to ideate on their own. I like that, but that's not it all for me, right? So everything's kind of different from person to person. And for me, success means paying attention to what that is for me and building a sustainable path to constantly be able to lean into that light and create around in it in a way that, yeah, in a way that impacts myself and others in the way I want to do. So God, that's such a vague answer. No, I actually think it's an excellent answer. I love Mm. it. I haven't heard this before. Oh, really? I'm adding it. I'm adding it. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, yeah, the reason I'm focusing on that is because for me, I've seen that the opposite of success, right? Or what doesn't feel right comes when people don't pay attention to themselves. I love that. That is so true. Thank you for sharing another gem. I just (laughs) wanted to end this conversation with any final thoughts that you might have. And I'd love for you to just even share the creative projects that you've worked on, just drop those names so that they go into the show notes so everyone can go and listen to you. Because one reason I actually decided to interview you for this podcast was number one, I just knew you were really self-aware and you've done a lot of work to get into a space where you are happy and successful and doing fulfilling work. And you're still moving towards that and you're mid journey. So it's like the perfect type for this um, podcast. But the other thing was too, just, I had read some of the things that you've written and I had listened to your podcast and I found it very insightful. So I'd love for you to share some of that work with the audience. So kind of you, Ashley. And yes, I, I should, I was saying I should be better at plugging my own stuff, but no, these are just projects that I'm working on and I'd love to share them. The newsletter that I mentioned I've been writing is on Substack. So 
my first name is Raha. So the newsletter is raha.substack.com. And anyone can go there. I'll give you a link that you can just add to the description. And yeah, anyone can subscribe. I just write kind of weekly or bi-weekly thoughts. I've been doing it for the past year or more on how we can be kinder to ourselves because COVID's shown me that that's so important. And when we go back to that weird image of Raha in the backpack that Raha is wearing, I think that's one of the things that I've constantly, that's constantly been at the front of my heart and mind going through these really intense worlds. How do we be kinder to ourselves through them? For me, that's the secret of how we're really going to tap into who we are and add unique value. So that's the newsletter. I also, yeah, I teach, volunteer teach dance classes at our local Y in Vancouver, considering putting out some like online classes or local classes of my own soon, but I'll I'll let you know when that is. Other than that, I've really just been spending time outside of work, just having chats, like career chats with folks like you and me in our 20s and 30s who are looking to make pivots. And that's been really meaningful. So if ever anyone's, you know, curious about either about the law, consulting, tech, you know, creative world, or getting moving out of or between those worlds, you know, happy to chat about that. But that's kind of, that's the stuff I've been doing, the ways I've been exploring, or rather trying to create my own light outside of work. So thanks so much, Ashley. And then to your earlier question about things that I would love to, you know, just leave people with, I would say two things. One, focus less on who you are and focus more on like what you're doing. And I'm all about being kind to ourselves as the way to get us where we want. Don't be hard on yourself and like think, because for a lot of folks who are listening to this podcast, like you said, you're at that crossroads of like, I want to lean more into who I am and that's at odds. It's not working with like the world I'm in right now, or I'm doing something that's not serving me and I want to get out of that. And I just want to say like, try paying attention to yourself and try moving in that direction by doing little things each day that can help you explore who you are and what you love and focus less on like, what is my career looking like right now? Or what is that world looking right now? Because I will say like, looking back on the things that I've achieved that I'm very proud of. And that includes like, honestly, that includes law school and that, but it's also all kinds of things outside of it. I don't know if I ever had one straight path to those things either. Like even in my law school application, like dance was a huge part of my like application. And no one would have suggested that. I was like, no, 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 no. But I've tried to be very clear about who I am with myself and in the stories I tell. And it's helped me. And the more I got away from the, like, you know, like got off the beaten path, the more it's helped me. And I would just say, looking back at all that, it didn't come from me. It kind of came from me planning things out. As we said, we should plan things out. But it also came from me thinking, what's that next little step that I'm going to take that's in line with my light? And that'll naturally make you think about how it can be sustainable because it's just one little step. It's not, you know, it's nothing too crazy. And it can slowly build into a really nice fire. And the other piece that I would, so firstly, like just focus less on who you are and how your identity is tied around like what you are right now in your job or whatever, and just what you're going to do to lean into your life. The next thing I would say, and that's so that we can think about how to lean into our light and how to even move in that direction is like I said before, like operate out of fear and not love. I mean, operate out of love and not fear. And I think what that can look like in the day-to-day is for folks who are feeling like, hey, like I'm at this kind of, I'm feeling this resistance from between where I am right now and who I am right now and where I want to be and who I want to be. Pay attention to that. Really sit with it and pay attention to what are the moments that like 
don't, you know, that make me feel tight, you know, my reactions or like, you know, the things that, that I'm doing that don't feel great. And sometimes that can mean like, I don't know, going into therapy or like looking at things a little deeper to understand how certain patterns are keeping us from leaning into who we are. But what I will say is that like, the more we can operate out of love and out of what is so unique to us and less out of fear, like our fears of what we might lose or the more we can shift our mindset to that, the more we can think in the direction of, of what's kind of beautiful for us. But if we constantly come with that mindset, we'll know, hey, these little steps are taking me in the direction of love as opposed to things that I'm doing to satisfy external expectations that don't sit with who I am. And that's what I mean by fear versus love. I would say like, the more we can be mindful of, I'm doing this to satisfy external expectations that don't speak to me versus this is what really speaks to me, the more we'll know we're going in the right direction, regardless of what little steps or big steps we take to get there. Thank you for listening to another episode of No Straight Path, the highs, the lows, and the lessons learned. Remember to share this episode with friends and family. And if you like what you hear, please go on to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts to rate the show. It helps other listeners find No Straight Path. Let's spread the message, everyone, and make sure that millennials feel less alone. There's no straight path in your career and life, and that's okay. It's honestly what makes the journey exciting. So let's get inspired together. I hope you have a great week.